This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cultivating Convos. It's quite a week, Megs. We have quite, quite a few things going on. Oh, yeah. Well, let's start with 3.14. That's all I know. <laughs> it's called pie, Megs. Happy, <laughs> happy pie day to those uh, from earlier in the week. Exactly. Um, so we're actually recording this on pie day, even though it, it won't be out till the end of the week. But yeah. um, very fun little thing about pie day. Uh, so our uh, analytical toxicology laboratory, ATL, as it's mm -hmm. known, uh, they like to celebrate pie day and they bring a bunch of pies uh, into work there and everyone enjoys them. And we asked them earlier today to send us a picture. We wanted to put something out there on social. And literally it was a pie tin with a measly piece of pie left. <laughs> I saw that. I was thinking to myself, is that truly all that's left? And that's it, all that was left. And it's, Susan posted that at like 11 this morning. I know. It was seriously, it was in the morning. I'm like, pie for breakfast, everyone. <laughs> yep, why not? Heck. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, and I, I love that they celebrate that. That's great. So, um, What else? Oh, St. Patrick's Day this week. I know. Do we know what's special on St. Patrick's Day? Do you know? Uh, leprechauns, gold, green beer. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we celebrate something else in our house. Oh, uh, go on. It's, it's my son's birthday. Oh, it is Mav's. Yes, it's Mavie's birthday. So um, our little leprechaun, and he is, he's a little stinker, a little leprechaun. So um, yeah, number six this year. I can't even believe oh it. Oh my gosh. I know. Oh my gosh. This might be TMI, but I do remember when you were pregnant with him in the newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he's six. I know. I know. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Traveling all over the state, jumping in and out of news cars, being pregnant. Any any pregnant news reporter oh. knows. <laughs> I can't say I feel your pain, but it's okay. <laughs> anyways, anyways, but no, it's St. Patrick's Day. Hope everyone goes out and enjoys it, has a good time. Be safe. Eat some corned beef and cabbage. Yeah. Are you Irish? I am. Okay, um, I know you're Italian, Italian, but... <laughs> <laughs> We're both heavily Italian, but I, I'm also like 20%-ish Irish. No, I, I do not have any Irish in me. No. So, <laughs> nope. But, uh, you know, we all celebrate just the same. So, um, and it's not corned beef and cabbage, but we are talking beef this week. Sure are. Okay, so Shelby, let's get right into it. We're talking about beef today <laughs> we are talking about beef so uh this week is uh the ohio the ohio beef expo which is an enormous event uh massive happens huge yes huge event that happens in our area and uh, we have a couple of guests that are going to talk to us all about it today bill tom and bill you have a lot of titles maybe you can just let everyone know what you do <laughs> <laughs> well 
I, uh, specific to the expo, I'm co-chair of the Ohio Beef Expo this year. Uh, my day job is uh, I'm executive vice president for livestock marketing for United Producers um, here in Worthington, Ohio, uh, a livestock marketing cooperative. Got it, got it. And then we also have Llewellyn with us, and uh, Llewellyn is a breeder. And Llewellyn, why don't you explain how you are involved with the Beef Expo? This will be my 33rd Expo. I started out very young. Um, and we have sold purebred cattle in the Expo for every year of those 33 years. We look forward to it. It's a place to not only showcase our own livestock, our own purebred livestock, and sell them, but it's also a chance to catch up with old friends. Uh, the trade show is great. We can go in and see the new up-and-coming, everything from uh forage seeds to for animal pharmaceuticals to uh, ear tags to semen sales. I mean, it just, it covers the equipment. It covers the whole gamut. So um, in the past, our daughter was young enough to participate in the uh, judging contest and the junior show. So it's really just a, it's a big weekend and a big, uh, it's as much a social event as a learning and, and sales event for beef farmers and people associated with the beef industry. Well, I think Luanne kind of gave a description of what's going on over the next few days later in the week, but um, Bill, I'm gonna kick the first question to you. I do think a lot of people know um, what this expo is who are listening to this podcast, but just give us a quick debrief of what's gonna go on uh, this week. Sure, uh, we have a very busy schedule. Um, <clears throat> and it comes in about three different buckets. Uh, we obviously have the trade show um, the trade show, uh, we are absolutely sold out. We have a waiting list every year. But to some of the points Llewellyn made, um, we have some of the top suppliers of technology, products, science, equipment, you name it. Um, and both indoors and outdoors, we'll have uh, we we absolutely are jam packed full um, for the for the exhibition center. Um, as Llewellyn has suggested, the the uh, breed sales are certainly one of the big highlights of the expo. I think we have eight, uh, eight or nine different breeds that will be um, conducting a, a sale during the expo. They start Friday evening, I believe at about four o'clock with the Angus and Red Angus, and then they'll run through Saturday afternoon. Um, and <clears throat> our numbers are up considerably, considerably this year from what they've been in the past. So we're, we're really excited about that. And then it's under the, the tab of sale also on Friday uh, at 10 o'clock, United Producers actually kick off the sales with an online feeder sale where we'll be selling about 1,800 head of feeder cattle via uh, internet live auction. So, you know, exhibiting and, and uh, showcasing our breed cattle across the state is, is, is a big part in addition to the exposition. And then it's all culminated from my perspective with the junior program. Starting Friday afternoon, <clears throat> we have the um, showmanship contest that will take place. And then Saturday, the market steer show will take place. And then on Sunday, it's uh, finalized with the heifer show. And then not to be left out, um, we would expect somewhere around 800 to 900 kids participating in our livestock judging contests that will take place during the expo as well. So, you know, in a nutshell, that's in a summary, I guess those are the things that take place during the expo and uh, all of that we anticipate will draw somewhere between 35 and 40,000 people through the facility over the, the four day event. Wow, 
That is a lot of people. Uh, Bill, you just touched on something I, I really like to talk about when it comes to agriculture, and that's technology. Uh, I know when I started at the Department of Agriculture, I had more of an outsider's view of agri you know, agriculture and the industry, et cetera. Technology is huge, and it is such a part of every part of agriculture. And just, just out of curiosity, what are some of the, I guess, rising technologies in the beef industry? Well, um, man, that's a big topic. Um, you know, genetics, uh, Llewellyn probably is better off to handle that. But I think your listeners would be absolutely amazed to know that, you know, what, what our industry is doing with genetics and everything from sex semen to um, just just amazing progress that has been made to, over the last 50 years, whatever you want to call it, you name the time frame. But, uh, you know, genetically, the, the challenges, or not the challenges, the opportunities have been created for the beef industry through sexed embryos to sex semen to, um, oh my goodness, uh, embryo transfer, um, you name it. I mean, it's just been an amazing um, leap forward and, and it seems like it's going at, at light pace. Um, data, you know, data is another thing that United Producers, for example, and, and the industry is is um, trying to get our hands around. Uh, data, the technology that, that is coming forward and giving us the ability to manage our operations and manage uh, the economics, manage the risk, um, basically manage essentially any challenge that comes at us. And, you know, today we can literally have a cattle, a beef harvested in one of the packing plants somewhere in the United States. And by seven o'clock tomorrow morning, I will have the data sitting in my inbox telling me, you know, how that harvest went and, and, and the performance of that of that individual and, and so on and so forth, which allows me to go back to the producers and help them make even better decisions around creating a product that our consumer wants to, to consume today. Um, equipment, my God, um, just, I could go on for, for days on, on the technology changes and updates and things that are taking place in equipment all the way from our ability to uh, farm our fields and, this, and our ability you know, to to sustainably create a product and raise it and feed it and manage it in a way that is environmentally and climate um, friendly. Um, it, it, it's just been a tremendous uh, leap forward. So those those will be some of the things that I would throw out there. And like I said, if if we had four hours, I could keep going that long. It's the, it's amazing. It's just amazing. It is amazing. Thanks for sharing. So Llewellyn, let me ask you this. You've been doing this for 33 years. What type of cattle do you breed and how do you prepare for the Ohio Beef Expo? We breed Herefords and in preparation for the Expo, uh, we didn't start just last week. This is a, this is kind of a, a year project. Um, when calves are born, we start kind of thinking about them for for the beef expo if they've got potential. Um, when we're making our breeding decisions, even we we're already thinking about is this something that would sell well at beef expo. Um, once we get them on the ground, uh, it takes we'll feed them a little bit um, differently than the rest of our cows that aren't going into a sale. Uh, they're going to get fed. And then as we get closer, like within a couple of months, we start breaking them so that they lead. 
they're used to us, they're gentle, they, they're broke to show. And uh, of course, we keep feeding them a little bit, a little bit differently, just to bring out the best of their genetics. And um, as we get closer, even though it's been cold, we bring them into our indoor wash rack. They, most of them get rinsed at least and washed at least a couple of times a week. So a lot goes into it. They've all had pedicures. They've gotten their feet trimmed. They've all got a haircut. Um, <laughs> they're kind of like the showgirls. They're fresh. <laughs> our boys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am laughing Hampered. at that. <laughs> hey, you got to look good. Got to get the, the cash money. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see the bright lights of the big city. You've got to put on your best, your best foot forward. I'm sorry. It's all I'm part a, of promoting them. <laughs> I'm imagining sitting in like Anthony Vince with a, a cow next to me. Getting, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you've ever, you need to come and see, and see these young people getting these steers and heifers ready for the the junior show um it's pretty much like that there's people working on everything like they may have five or six people working on them at once or more it's truly a science it's uh my goodness Llewellyn, if i know you and i are close enough in age if you remember how we did this 35 years ago versus how we're doing it today it's uh you know you're talking about you talk about another transformation the science that goes into making sure these girls and boys look the best that they can possibly look it, it's truly amazing that's uh that is tell us really, <laughs> i know i want to i want to hear more yeah well, it's not something we it's not a project we started on last week this is it's been ongoing for you know for quite a while and we for our breed shows we don't quite go to the uh to the uh i guess i could almost use the word extremes um but yet they've still they've still had some extra attention and and a little bit of pampering to get them ready. Well, and, and to the point Llewellyn made about this not being a short term project, you know, at this point it looks like we're probably going to have somewhere around eight fifty to nine hundred animals in the junior show, not counting the several hundred we'll have in the breed shows. But most of these children, kids, young adults, who will be showing their calves at the expo and finishing those projects this summer as market steers and, and so on and so forth, they're already purchasing their projects for a year from now. So they, you know, they literally, there's no break in the season for, for the cattle people. It, it's a project of passion. It's one of love and, um, and you have to love it. Cause like I said, there, there's no break uh, in the season. And these kids will have two or three projects overlapping two or three years at any given time, some of them. And, um, and, and the stewardship and the uh, ability of, of 4-H and, and the BEST program and Ohio Cattlemen's and mentors like Llewellyn to, to create these great stewards of our industry um, is it's overwhelming and, and I think underappreciated at times. We are constantly amazed at how the youth programs uh, associated with agriculture just how good they are for the kids and how good they are for building character responsibility uh i mean you name it we've um mags we've had i mean kids on this podcast and others that we've worked with in so many different ways that oh, yeah. just they amaze us uh, yeah i mean mine's blown about their dedication to to agriculture and their willingness and 
you know, how much they love being a part of, of something like this. It's really cool to see. Very. All right. We're probably about ready to wrap up. Is there anything else um, the two of you wanted to talk about? You go first, Llewellyn. Um, I would I would just like to expand on on these kids and the in the junior programs and and just just say how good they are. And I think, you know, it's so good for for making leaders, not only for our industry, but for our whole country, because these young people, they learn how to talk to adults and how to speak and are very eloquent in their speech at a young age. And um, again, I'm I'm with Bill. I think uh, underappreciated these uh, young people and the, and the people that work with them and and get them to this this level. But be my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess my final comments would be not only to urge the two of you to to hopefully find a way to, to come out and see us at the expo, but the, the Ohio Beef Expo is truly a program that many, many states in the union um, dream of having. Um, and not to give this isn't about myself or Llewellyn or anyone else, just our industry and the showcase that we put that we put forward here this week. It it truly shows what the state of Ohio is doing for our food chain um, and how hard the industry works to create a, a climate um, friendly, a sustainable product that is highly nutritious. And we're doing it with great stewardship and we're doing it with youth and adults alike. And it's it's truly an amazing opportunity to get a feel for for what the beef industry means to the state of Ohio and more importantly feeding nine and a half to ten billion people over the next ten or twenty years around the world. So um, it's a it's a tremendous opportunity and it's humbling to be part of it and and to call myself a leader in this group um, is very humbling and we'd urge you guys to come out and if you do give us a call we'll we'll give you a tour. Certainly. Well, you you pretty much summed that up. <laughs> well said. I will call because I want behind the scenes everything. Yes. <laughs> we'll be happy to do it. It it this is not just an Ohio and maybe neighboring states. There will be cattle that will sell to like between twenty to twenty five states in the past. So it I mean it's a big deal. It's, I mean it's not just a little regional kind of a thing. Yeah, I was figuring that with that many people coming through, I mean, it, this has to touch a big part of the nation. It's amazing. Oh, it, Llewellyn's absolutely right. We'll we'll move cattle to no less than 15 to 20 states, if not more. Um, and the cattle in the feeder calf sale that we that we host on Friday will move to literally between here and the Rockies and every state in between. So, yeah, Ohio is. And, and the majority of these cattle and, and the sale that we represent on Friday are Ohio cattle. So, uh, and so are 99% of what we'll sell in, in the breed sales. So it's an, just truly an amazing opportunity. Wonderful, awesome. Thank you both so much for, for being on with us and shedding some light on um, the Ohio Beef Expo and Ag. All right, thank you guys. Have a great thank afternoon. So, Megs, after that, um, I want to go have a burger tonight. How about you? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, I had a Big Mac bowl the other day. I made it myself. What is that? It's just a Big Mac without the bread. So that's as close as I can get to a burger. Did you say Big Mac bowl? Yeah. 
The special oh, sauce, the cheese, the lettuce. This felt to me like it like it was gonna it was going to involve like rice and being topped with a whole bunch of stuff. See, that's my idea of a bowl. Oh no, no, no. The bowl without the carb is the only way to go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could never know carb ever, ever, ever. Okay, coming from someone whose favorite food is broccoli, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, but burger does sound phenomenal. Yes, it does. I think actually we we were planning when it gets a little warmer, the end of this week, we're going to grill some out. So awesome. We Love will it. do it in honor of the Ohio Beef Expo. So, so happy they were on today. It was an awesome, awesome podcast. And they we were great. Everybody, yeah. See everybody here next week. Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.